Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. So today we're in chapter 22 of, of Proverbs and it's a transition chapter. It goes from the teachings of Solomon to the 30 sayings, wise sayings of the wise men or wise men, not the three from, from Jesus's birth. And so there will be a transition. We'll go through six of the sayings of the wise men at the end. And uh, then we'll move on into chapter 23. But first, before we get started on chapter 22, let's go to God in prayer. Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for all that you've done. You're a great and wonderful creator. You see our hearts, you know our minds, and you still love us. You judge our hearts, not necessarily our actions, but we know our actions are driven by our hearts. So, Father, I'm grateful for the way that your grace covers both our shortcomings in actions and in our hearts. And, Father, I lift up this time, I lift up this reading to you, and I pray, Father, that you would guide us and you would help us understand. I pray, Holy Spirit, for you to be the teacher today, that there be nothing from me but everything from you. I turn it over to you completely. And just seek out your word, your advice, your guidance, and your understanding. Because, Father, there's nothing worthy from me. Everything from you. I just pray that our hearts and our minds and our spirits be completely receptive to what you have to teach us today. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, chapter 22, like I said, has a transition about about two-thirds of the way through. And we'll get there, and we'll just then start from start there too. Verse 1. A good name is more desirable than great riches. To be esteemed is better than silver or gold. Rich and poor have this in common. The Lord is the maker of them all. The prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. Humility is the fear of the Lord. Its wages are riches and honor in life. In the paths of the wicked are snares and pitfalls, but those who would preserve their life stay far from them. Start children off on the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. The rich rule over the poor, and the borrower is slave to the lender. Whoever sows injustice reaps calamity, and the rod they wield in fury will be broken. The generous will themselves be blessed, for they share their food with the poor. Drive out the mocker, and out goes strife. Quarrels and insults are ended. One who loves a pure heart, and who speaks with grace, will have the king for a friend. The eyes of the Lord keep watch over knowledge, but he frustrates the words of the unfaithful. The sluggard says, There is a lion outside. I will be killed in the public square. The mouth of an adulterous woman is a deep pit. A man who is under the Lord's wrath falls into it. Folly is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline will drive it far away. One who oppresses the poor to increase his wealth, and one who gives gifts to the rich, both come to poverty. I like that. I didn't put it as one of my four, 
but it shows that there's multiple ways to lose what you have and they both require you to be either oppressive, unkind, devious, or mean, which is oppress the poor to increase your wealth or to be fake and choose the wrong people to support, which is giving gifts to the rich. The rich already have money. They already have those things. Why do you need to spend your money on that? Both come to poverty. Chapter 17, or verse 17, saying one, 30, this is the beginning of the 30 sayings of the wise. Pay attention and turn your ear to the sayings of the wise. Apply your heart to what I teach, for it is pleasing when you keep them in your heart and have all of them ready on your lips, so that your trust may be in the Lord. I teach you today, even you. Have I not written 30 sayings for you? Sayings of counsel and knowledge, teaching you to be honest and to speak the truth, so that you bring back truthful reports to those you serve. So this would imply that you need to be instructed on how to be honest and how to speak the truth. So I think it's important to always keep in mind that this is what God wants from us. And it's right there in the back of my mind that honesty is really one of the key drivers and key elements that God values. Verse 22, saying to Do not exploit the poor because they are poor, and do not crush the needy in court. For the Lord will take up their their case and will exact life for life. Saying three, Do not make friends with a hot-tempered person. Do not associate with one easily angered, or you may learn their ways and be yourself ensnared. Saying four, Do not be one who shakes hands in pledge or puts up security for debts. If you lack the means to pay, your very bed will be snatched from under you. Saying five, do not move an ancient boundary stone set up by your ancestors. And verse, and saying six, do, do you see someone skilled in their work? They will serve before Kings. They will not serve before officials of low rank. There's a lot here. There's a lot within Proverbs to teach us about our daily lives and what's important. I found really within there four key drivers for me, four verses that hit home. The rich rule over the poor and the borrower is slave to the lender. So many people have so much debt today and now they're finding as interest rates have gone up, they're just finding it very difficult to make make ends meet. And so now they're poor, even though maybe they have a great income, but they're poor. They're slaves to the banker. I also liked uh, verse 10, which is drive out the mocker and out goes strife. Quarrels and insults are ended. Is there someone who always has drama, who always, wherever they go, there seems to be strife? If you don't have those people in your life, those quarrels and insults and everything that are about it that are the result, that drama goes away. Verse 15, which is folly is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline will drive it away. You know, so many people today and when I'm old, and so a lot of my friends didn't believe in spanking their children. They let their children run rampant. And I wonder if today we're seeing the results of that because Maybe we're seeing 
the results of children who never faced discipline, never got told that was naughty and never got spanked or whatever it might be. And maybe today our society is made of so many people who don't want to be told that what they're doing is wrong. There is no right and wrong. It's only their truth, right? And the last one was saying number three, do not make friends with a hot-tempered person. Do not associate with one easily angered, or you may learn their ways and get yourself ensnared. I have a tendency to emulate others that I respect a lot. And so if I have the wrong people around me, I tend to... Em- I would wind up emulating them. And that's not necessarily a good thing if their personality is wrong, if they're, if they, you know, drink too much, cuss, swear, um, get angry quickly. So this is a really good reminder to me to be very careful with who I, who I spend my time with, who I call friend. So I really like those four verses. And I question for you, what ones do you like? Which ones hit home? I hope and pray that today was a good day for you, was a good reading. And with that, let's go to God in prayer. Father, thank you. Thank you for your word and thank you for the way that you've taught us. I'm grateful for all of the verses, but especially those that are reminders to me or new, provide new insights. And Father, I just lift up this time, I lift up this, the rest of this day, that you would be honored and glorified by us, that we would gain understanding as to who you are and what you want from us. And I pray for the strength to do it. So today, Lord, thank you. I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and his journey back to God. I hope you have a great day.